This is Politics for the Soul. I'm Bill Hackett. And I'm Elaine Hurd. And Elaine, today uh, we're talking about baby formula. And uh, there has been a shortage of baby formula in the United States. And um, I'm going to get into a vote that was taken this past week where 192 out of 208 GOP lawmakers in the House voted against an emergency spending bill to ensure that uh, mothers and their children had baby formula in the United States. But just a little background. Earlier this year, uh, Abbott Laboratories is a large manufacturer of baby formula in the United States. And we really rely greatly on Abbott Labs. And there were concerns, and it turned out to be correct, that bacteria had entered into some of the production of baby formula powders um, out of one of the plants uh, that Abbott Laboratories has, or maybe the only plant, main plant. And uh, as a result, uh, they pulled baby formula from the shelves, Abbott Labs did, and then they actually closed their plant because four babies were sickened uh, by this bacteria that had entered into the production process. So as a result, uh, there's shortage developed of baby formula. So if anything, you know, I know people are trying to pin this on Biden or pin this on someone. The, the reality is we relied on factory for this. And as a result, uh, this shortage developed. And so Biden, President Biden, sprung into action um, uh, and used emergency powers, uh, the Defense Manufacturing Act, or if I'm saying that correctly, a number of other steps have been taken. And now Nestle, I guess, is coming to the rescue. They're airlifting formula in. But let's get specifically to this vote. So a vote, uh, they had a vote in the House. Nancy Pelosi um, had this vote. And basically an emergency spending measure, $28 million emergency spending to ensure uh, in a very simple form that we have a uh, formula in this country. Uh, one of the things, for example, that Abbott Laboratories has done, and, and you have to give them credit for this, the CEO is under fire, but they have a manufacturing plant in Ireland and they've been airlifting emergency supplies of baby formula from Ireland to the United States. And, and it's an FDA approved uh, facility, uh, even though it's based in Ireland. So they, they hold to the standard. So anyways, this vote, 192 out of 208 GOP lawmakers voted against the emergency spending bill. So I'm going to put this to you, Elaine, in a moment here. But, you know, here you have all of these conservatives in the Republican Party talking about, you know, their anti-choice. Uh, they want to uh, force women to have babies. Uh, uh, they claim that they're pro-life. And yet they all voted to against a bill that would help mothers and their children and feed babies and have formula available. So I say to you, Elaine, what is wrong with these individuals and, and, and what should we do about it? Well, the, the, to, to be fair, there were two bills uh, and the one that was financing the FDA in order to have emergency authority in order to end this shortage of baby formula was the one whereby 192 out of 208 Republicans voted against. And it, it definitely is a disconnect between what the problem is 
and the politics. And when, we, when, when we're talking about politics for the soul, we're talking about what is right and what is wrong and to get out of the politics of destruction. And what was behind this is to hurt Joe Biden and to hurt the Democrats politically. You've explained what happened that, you know, Abbott Laboratories, you know, had some contamination of one of their plants. But there's, a, there's some other issues surrounding that we had this shortage as we, other, as, as we have other supply chain issues in this country is that we have a monopoly on baby formula. There's only, I think, four in the United States that have the uh, approval in order to uh, provide baby formula. So there's been kind of a monopoly. And that's, that's another whole topic of, you know, competition, monopoly, uh, who can provide what in something so critical. But let's go to the basics of this. In, in baby formula, it is terrifying for a parent to have a baby that they cannot feed. Let's just get down to the, what, the, what the real distress of this is. There were parents that were trying to keep their children out of the hospital, potentially die. These are, these are children. These are babies that have extreme um, allergies to certain types of formulas. So to not put, put the pedal to the metal, to do anything to get baby formula to these parents is just inexcusable. And that goes to the moral code of the people. So I went through and I looked at the list of these Republicans who voted against babies, essentially, by voting against this bill. And they had all kinds of reasons, uh, these philosophies that they have about business and whether the Federal Drug Administration is wasting money on other stuff. And, and we can't have the FDA uh, without proper accountability, and it's the Biden administration, and we want them to be hurt. Let's get down to it. Do we want to feed our babies in this country, or do we not? And that goes to the soul of the people, that goes to the priorities of the people. Do they want a baby to be fed, or do they want to play politics? So what do you think of the morality of that, is what I'm well, looking for, Bill? Well, I think the morality, it's, I think it's a disgrace, and I think it's disgusting. And I don't, and I think a lot of these individuals have no morals. They obviously have no morals. They don't care about individuals. And if you're only voting to embarrass Joe Biden or embarrass Nancy Pelosi, then you have no morals. I'm sorry, you have absolutely no morals and no moral ground to stand on because you are not pro-life. You are pro-death, in my opinion. And I know those are strong words, but you are. You are not taking care of children and you don't care about children. And that's the clear message. And, you know, I want to mention there was another bill that came before the House um, right at that time. And the House voted to help poor women. I hate to use the word poor women, but econ economically disadvantaged women access to formula. And, and this bill was part of the WIC program. So Correct. in this case, you had a group of Republicans, it's a smaller number, but I want to name smaller, them. It was a smaller number. It was a smaller yeah. number, but, but they, they voted, still went against it. Yeah, they voted against so it. So they voted no. So now what I find amazing is these are all these really right-wing conservative individuals who I'm sure are all um, pro-life and claim that they're Christian and all of this, but it was Matt Getz, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Andy Biggs, 
Thomas Massey, Louis Gommert, Chip Roy, Paul Gosser. So all of the completely wacko right-wing Republicans, and they vote no. And these individuals they now- voted, They voted no on both bills. Right, right. Whereas there were, there were 192 that did not vote out of the GOP to uh, give additional funding to the FDA in order to end the crisis. Right, right. right. And, you know, and, and another thing, too, is when you were discussing the FDA, you know, you think about it, a lot of these are the same Republicans who didn't want any um, safeguards for workers at meatpacking plants, uh, at other plants during the COVID time. These are the same individuals who say, I don't want to wear a mask, but I'll tell a woman what to do with her body. Um, and it's just incredible to me that they actually have such lack of concern for life. They, they, they showed their true colors with COVID. They're showing their true colors with baby formula. And I will tell you, if the Democratic Party can't get a strong message together against Republicans and the Republican Party, then they really have a serious problem. And all of these little dilettantes in the Democratic Party in Washington, D.C., with all of these consulting firms and spending all of this money, you better get with it. And, you know, you look back at like the campaign manager for for Hillary Clinton, that Robbie Mook, you know, complete idiot. You know, we need to start to really question who we hire and what we do in the Democratic Party. And if you can't get some strong messaging together and you can't get your people to sit and say, you know something, I'm for babies, I'm for families. Um, so, so now to go a little lighter and to go a little bit more, because I am very passionate about this, but I do really think that, you know, we really spiritually need to, to really hope that, uh, there's greater kindness in America and a greater, um, you know, well, we need but, to elect people who are kind and these okay. are not kind people. Okay. So why do the voters vote for them? Because this goes back to the voters. These people are in office because people are voting them into office. So what is wrong with the people who are voting for anti-baby formula people? Right. Well, I think, you know, in anything, I can. I think we all can just kind of attest to the fact that about a third of the voters in the United States, states are wacko. They're just wacko. They, they, they just, they, they, they're wacky. The problem is, I really feel it's not so much that it's the people who don't vote. It's the people who don't get involved. It's the people who are silent or only occasionally vote and need to be pulled to the polls. And we need to really get, and a lot of these people do have a moral compass. They just don't vote. And okay. so I think that we really need to start to inspire people to vote. And sometimes one of the best ways to inspire, I hate to say it, is to take a really huge injustice, highlight it and say, this is what's going on because you don't vote. And we need to make it simple and message. So a little bit, this podcast to me is a little bit about marketing 101. I'm not an expert on it, but to me, you have these clear issues and clear messages. And, you know, I've heard this for 20 years. Oh, the Democrats, everyone agrees with them on the issues. Well, you know what? Then do something with it. If that's what the polling shows, then well, do something with it. This is also the role of government. You know, people say, oh, I want a small government. I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want this and I don't want that. Uh, the role of government is to provide its primary role is, is, is public health and safety. And right. if, 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 if the government isn't going to be tasked and given the resources that it needs in order to pro provide 
public health and safety to the most vulnerable among us, which is an infant who needs formula, then why are you in office? But my question goes back to over and over again, if you are voting for these people, now, as far as I know, there was like, I think one Democrat didn't show up, but all the Democrats voted both bills um, to make sure that baby formula was getting getting to the babies. Why are we not voting for Democrats? Why are we it, not? Why are why are we voting for one of these 192 people? Because probably most of them will get reelected. And right. so this goes back to why we're doing this kind of uh, a podcast is to to ask people to understand what they're attaching their soul to. And if it comes down to the very basics on whether or not a baby gets its formula, I don't know how much more clear cut it can be than that. Yeah, I don't either. And, and you know, you, you look at, and, you know, going back to these supply issues, though, and this reliance, I think the thing that we hopefully will learn from some of this is that you just can't keep relying on certain companies. You know, I, I think back as a kid, my dad worked for um, a very small uh, wire and specialty steel manufacturing plant in Rhode Island. And it was really interesting because they had a, a huge strike. And they were and and the company was shut down, basically shut down for about six months. And what happened was that the big three car makers in the United States at the time, Ford, GM, and what's the other one, Lincoln or whatever it is, um, they they or Chevrolet or whatever it is, part of that whole group. But they they found out that not something like eighty percent. You know, I'm going to date myself. Remember, there used to be windows where you would roll them down. You had a hand crank and you'd roll down. You were just, well, the spring to accomplish that was made by this little manufacturing plant in Rhode Island. And suddenly there was this huge shortage of springs. Well, let, let me just say that the, the big three automakers never were going to experience that again. They were going to ensure that other companies or themselves were going to manufacture these springs. So I really do think we need to start to analyze these monopolies that are uh, taking place across the world. Uh, you know, we, we, we were so uh, horrified during COVID that they didn't make, I guess, masks and other items in the United States. I bet we still don't. Well, we have, and, we have, we have very, we have um, a very big supply chain issues going on overall, but let's get back to, um, let's just conclude this by, by just saying that, if you can't protect the most vulnerable among us by providing baby formula to babies, then you don't belong in government. And if you're voting for these people who cannot see that, I take a really good look at what you're voting for. Yes, yes. And I, I just think it is, it's a really sad thing. And I think that uh, we need to start to really hold our elected officials accountable for all of this. And I think we need to, you know, think good thoughts for Americans that they start to to, to realize that this this isn't the way we want to live. And so with that, um, this is Politics for the Soul. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bill Hackett. And I'm Elaine Hurd. And you have a great day. And I hope this baby formula crisis ends very quickly. Bye.